Welcome, everybody, to another episode of House of House, specifically episode 15, Mob Rules. Do you want to say your name? I'm Andrew Taven. And I'm Lenny Burnham. And Mob Rules is the episode when House is treating a mafia member who is about to testify and then go into witness protection program. And House fans may remember this as the episode where House deduces from his conditions that this guy is gay and gives his homophobic brother the chance to do uh, one gay treatment and one not gay treatment. And (laughs) the brother has to decide how in denial he should be. Yeah. One treatment makes you gay (laughs) and the other makes you straight. Um. And speaking of uh, saying names, today we got someone with a great name and a great everything else here. It's a comedian, improviser, uh, producer with uh, two MB Studios, which does Twitch streams five times a day. Uh, Rachel Jane. No, five. Sorry. Five days a week. Sorry. Not five times a day. That would be nuts. Okay. Rachel Jane Andelman. Hello. Uh, Sorry. Not five times a day. We stream uh, 12 times a day. We're all very tired, but damn it. It's Rise and Grind day. Yeah. (laughs) Rise and Grinders. Yeah. You got to just 24-7. That's the new. Just like CNN. Yeah. Except without all the lies. (laughs) Yeah, uh, if any of us lies, we all throw up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's how you know. Snies out rules. <laughs> yeah, everyone and everyone all at once. Yeah. Even if someone's like taking the day off and they had like uh, they had to go to like renew their license or something, just boom, right in the DMV. Ah, someone lied. Uh, or as we learn on house, everybody lies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rachel, do you have a uh, previous experience watching House? I feel like I watched like five episodes in college and then I like didn't watch it anymore. It's like not the kind of show I like. Uh, <laughs> procedural. Also, like it's like Poochie rules where like if House isn't in the room, everyone's just talking about House. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is stupid. <laughs> That's, that is true. That's very true. <laughs> And yeah, and, and uh, yeah, and I'm just like, let me guess. House is right about everything. This guy has like five things wrong with him, and we're just gonna figure it out. And I'm just like, you know, where's the, you know, where's the, where's the Zaz? Where's the... <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it was fun to watch it again, just because it's like very. They want to. I want to say like very of its time, but I feel like I don't know if procedurals have actually ever changed. <laughs> It's a good question. I mean, I do know that, like, uh, the the example I always use, and I've probably used on this show before, is that, like, I still remember, like, Law & Order SVU had an episode in, like, 2003 where the uh, a killer was a trans woman, and it is the most, you know, like, jesus like transphobic (laughs) narrative people can look it up on wikipedia or whatever if they want and then they had another episode like 10 years later where a trans teen is uh assaulted and all the detectives are like super progressive now (laughs) like it's like in 10 years like ice tea was like ah you know it's important to respect people's identities whereas before he was like what (laughs) 
what I, what I like about it is like you're like the first one the trans the trans woman was a killer and the second one the trans woman was assaulted and I feel like at like I feel like <laughs> on the surface you're like oh it's much more progressive but I'm just like I feel like if I had to choose between being a killer and being assaulted I think I would take a minute I'm like which is the worst fate you know well, like, like maybe it's better to kill than to be hurt <laughs> I don't want to spoil too much about the horribly transphobic 2003 Law & Order SVU episode, but she also ends up getting assaulted. So, okay. <laughs> uh, so you get the best of the worst of both worlds. Um, anyway, yeah, this is this house also uh, is one that I think I at least think would have probably had I, i'm gonna say at least probably wouldn't have had the f slur on network tv i don't think i don't think that would be tossed around as much on like a network procedural now i'm not i'm not certain because like you i also haven't really watched uh too many current procedurals if any i what are current procedurals i feel like they're they're watched by Hundreds All of, of the Chicago of shows, Grey's That's Anatomy, New Amsterdam. The Good, good Doctor. <laughs> but it's it's new New Amsterdam, right? Because there was also a New Amsterdam. This drives me nuts. There was a New Amsterdam about a guy who got like a, a like wom- old woman's curse to live forever. <laughs> Do we not? This is was like it no, lasts this like four. Called forever. What are you talking about? No, Forever is the show about uh, Fred Armisen and uh, Maya Rudolph in the afterlife. No, guys, there's a show called New Amsterdam where someone lives forever, and there's a show called Forever where someone goes to Amsterdam. Uh, how can you get yes. confused? That's a good point. I can't believe uh, I can't believe I mixed those up again. There, there. I promise you. I know there's a new New Amsterdam, but there was also an old New Amsterdam. And the whole thing is the guy's a detective, but he's been alive for like 400 years. So he saw Manhattan getting built. So his whole like thing is that he's like working with the cops and they're like, uh, are you sure that's not the TV show forever? (laughs) No, (laughs) forever is okay. Wait a second. I know there are, I know there's the Fred Armisen show called forever, but there's also the show forever with uh, the guy from fantastic four. Judd Hirsch is his son. Who's older than him because he has that curse to live forever. Do you know the answer to this question? Call in now. I'm assuming it's not a question. I'm telling you forever is the show with that premise. (laughs) Who's on first the name of the guy, the name of the show. Okay. I'm trying to think how to Google it. Because when you Google New Amsterdam, it's the new New Amsterdam. New Amsterdam immortal guy. Okay. John, A- oh my God. His name is John Amsterdam. It was Nicolaj Co- Costa Waldo. I forgot. Wow. Okay. I'm putting it in the chat. The chat is notoriously hard to access. Um, but here it is. If people want to see. This was New Amsterdam, not to be confused with the 2018 NBC medical series, New Amsterdam. So New Amsterdam is about an immortal Dutch man um, (laughs) who uh, he got like cursed by a witch or something uh, because um, it was a Native American girl who granted him immortality for saving her life. So I guess it's not. Su- 
supposed to be a curse, but I do think he wants to die. Um, so he's, which actually makes sense because he's, it's Nicholas Coster Waldo. I do think he uses an American accent, but he's, he's playing like a Dutch guy because it was like when it was New Amsterdam. And his like detective power is that people are like, oh, the killer ran into that building and got away. And he's like, no, because this building was built on a cellar that used to be here in 1850. And so he's underneath the building. Like he remembered, like he knows all about like the secret. He's like the best. He's like detective tour guide. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's just saying like, no, this, uh, you know, this used to be uh, never. Um, this isn't an S. It, this isn't an F. It's just a fancy S. They yeah. put them that way back then. <laughs> oh, oh. That, we it's, the case. He um, he joined the army three times. Jeez, saying oh, cocked right now. Uh, he's a recovering alcoholic and has remained sober since 1965. Oh, if we ever get around to doing Patreon where we watch like other failed. Uh, network pilots from around the time. This also, this do no harm. Tossing this on the pile. Uh, he he has taught history at the university. Served as a physician during the American Civil War. Was a furniture maker at the turn of the twentieth century. A portrait painter just for the outbreak of World War One, and by nineteen forty one, an attorney. At some point, he went to Colombia and served in the CIA. Amsterdam's quest to find his true love drives the series. Can you imagine this guy on Twitter and trying to like hear his opinions? Everyone's like, oh, I just looked him up. He's a fed. He's like, I haven't been to CIA since 1938 or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, I was actually in charge of the people. Yeah. Anyway, it lasted um, March 4th to April 14th, 2008. Nice. One month. Um, yeah, so his name is John Amsterdam. And he, uh, his quest to find his true love drives a series. Oh, if he, if he finds his true love, then he'll die. <laughs> that seems like it was, that seems like it was setting up a real, um, a real like tragic ending that we never got. Uh, yeah. He, but in each episode as a policeman, he has crimes to solve, which he does using his deep and often personal knowledge of history depicted as flashbacks. Though estranged and unknown to most of his many descendants, except his 65-year-old son, Omar, he tries to keep track of uh, that whenever possible. Anyway, okay. Stephen Henderson is Omar York. Oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, so his son is played by Stephen Henderson because uh, he's immortal and Stephen Henderson's not. Um, anyway, so that's the plot of, uh, New Amsterdam. What's the plot of new New Amsterdam? Um, it's just like this guy, uh, I'm pretty sure it's the guy from the blacklist, but there's a couple of white guys I get confused, so let me double check. Yeah, uh, Ryan Eggold from the blacklist, uh, gets put in charge of this hospital, and it's like, the premise is just like, he wants to do a good job. It's <laughs> 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 not that flashy a show. <laughs> Isn't that like, didn't they already have a show like that called The Good Doctor? <laughs> well, this guy is like in charge of the hospital. Oh, so he's like okay. Cuddy. He's the Vogler. Yeah. Or the like, Cuddy, if, yeah. What if the administration of a hospital was good? That's the premise. <laughs> That's the whole premise. <laughs> That's like, wow. Just you, the, the Good but Doctor think... stuff. 
promos I just saw, I also think he just moved to England. He like fell in love with um oh what's that woman's name from Doctor Who and Sensate. Um uh the like the the doctor or one of the companions no she's not the doctor uh freema ageman uh they fell in love and i think based on the like promos hulu runs all the time that they might have moved to england together um and it looks so it looks like it's not about a hospital anymore it's just about them running rolling around on the floor being a really hot couple in england not even in new amsterdam they should go to old amsterdam think in england but again it is based on a like 15 second promo i keep seeing they should have an episode called old amsterdam where they have to go solve a medical mystery in old amsterdam they cross the channel or whatever um there should also be a spinoff of the good doctor called the bad doctor and every episode it's just him being like Oops. it's about someone who doesn't have autism everyone's like yeah, whoa it's about, it's about <laughs> i don't know bad... if you'll be able to do this yeah it's about a doctor without autism um <laughs> unlike uh Oh, I don't. Do they ever try and talk about whether House could or could not be on the yes, spectrum? Yes, they for that, sure do. Okay. Um, I once had someone. I don't know. I don't think I've told this story on the podcast before. I was doing. I was at a comedy festival. Uh, and another comedian. I was talking to her about um, how because I've been with my now wife for so long even while we were in college and we actually went to she went to college in boston i went to college in new york and was living in new york and um i was saying like it's not like i would have been you know people say like oh it's like you missed out on all this like college you know wild whatever it's like i don't know i don't feel like i would have been hooking up so much if i wasn't (laughs) with her because and i was just gonna say because i was like you know and she just goes oh because you're on the spectrum and i was like what and she's like yeah it's fine she's like i can say that i'm on the spectrum too i'm like a one and i think you're like a two or a three and it's like wait you can't say i can say that because i'm on it but also you're more than me yeah. like i feel like <laughs> um anyway my therapist at the time disagreed not that it would have been bad but let's find out um anyway we should probably jump into the the house episode this episode opens with danny nucci from the fosters also very importantly the guy from the credit card roulette sketch in i think you should leave uh oh i did not realize that yes like the The cool guy who everyone loves yeah the whole episode i kept just like to my roommate being like chase should have said there's some reason his his brother (laughs) needs this medicine (laughs) i i don't know for some reason apparently that's like a very polarizing i think you should leave sketch i'm always so surprised yeah i'm always surprised how wildly different people's opinion i think there are a few where like i don't think there are people who like i think you should leave and then like don't like the car focus group or like you know the skeletons are their the bones are their money but there are some or the hot dog guy but there are some where like people have wildly different opinions and like hmm. that's not my favorite one by any means of the season but like it's fun i love the line <laughs> i should have lied i should have said there was some reason i could oh yes rachel no i'm just um i was acting out when you were talking i was gesturing i didn't have anything to add Oh, that's okay. Well, I bet people, I think people could hear it. Rachel's used to being on Twitch, so she's doing a lot. Yeah. 
very a very like gesticular in a way that's completely unnecessary yeah wild we haven't got any callers yet i don't know <laughs> yeah call now it's like the pre-taped call and show call now no one's and you sending can any hearts us. in the chat yeah, you can catch us recording the next episode. Remember, no, you're supposed to ask us about uh, mob rules. Last week was uh, control. <laughs> oh, that's um, a good sketch. That's a good sketch. That is, that's a good sketch. Now that's a good sketch. Um, the Gaba, I, I just wrote a big note that said Gabagool because they were doing a real like. Hey, they they have this running thing that starts here. When the guy, because it, it happens again later, because they find out the whole, you know, spoilers, we jump around, it's fine. Uh, the whole thing is that he has some disease that makes him, like, go into a coma for a day if he eats meat. But also, <laughs> I guess he, like, never ate meat till now. <laughs> no, oh, was it exasperated because of one of the things he was taking yeah, also? Yeah, he developed this recently. Um, So he, like, can't eat meat. Or uh, he goes into a coma. So I guess he can. He just needs to like prepare properly. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I'd like. I wouldn't yeah. mind blacking out a weekend with just like eating a big steak and then just going yeah. into a and coma. Call me on Monday. <clears throat> Dude's uh, rock. This yeah. guy it's... is for sure a dude who rocks. Oh, this dude rocks. Um, it's it's the the funny thing to me though is they keep is is like they're like. Enjoy the steak. He's like, we asked if we could get some pasta. Hey, come on. Hey, Maron. We wanted pasta. Gabagool, Maron. Um, I did love it. I'm, I'm one of those people that just like, don't go back to house. Don't make it. I just want, I just want to see the house writers just write mafia guys for an hour. Yes. And just be like, what do they think happens? What do they think they do? What do they think they say? Yeah. To me, that's much more interesting. But I know that it, he has to fall down at some point. Uh, yeah, you know you're watching. You know someone's someone's falling over. They don't do any fake outs. They don't have like one of the FBI agents being like, I'm feeling a little sweaty. <laughs> and then, or something they like to do. Uh, yeah, he's, well, because he's like, we asked for some pasta. And then like later in the episode... <laughs> There's another instance. The guy goes back in a coma because he snuck. He will get to it, but he he sneaks like one of the feds a uh like three thousand bucks to sneak him in some pasta, and he still gets him a steak. <laughs> like what? That's always happening. People are always like, instead of giving you fifty cents worth of pasta, I'm just gonna give you a steak instead. I don't understand. Like, it's such a weird recurring thing where I'm like, what? What is like? Does does this Fed's like brother like run like a failing frozen steak mail order thing? He just has yeah, like so a, much extra a Trump steak. Thing in this. Yeah, I'm just like, what, what is this? What is this? Where the guy's like, can we get pasta this time? No, more steak. <laughs> We have to spend this is an example of government waste. They're buying uh, $50 steaks instead of just getting like the guy's like, come on, Maron, anything, dominoes, little pasta packets, something, ramen. And it's also like funny because like the second time he eats a steak, he's still very sick. So like I feel like usually when you're in the hospital, you eat things that are easy like applesauce. Yeah. <laughs> Imagining this like poor weekly man just slowly cutting into his <laughs> <steak>. <laughs> like, 
I wish this were pasta. He <laughs> just imagine him with a bib and a fork and a knife, and he's like, bro, you get me the pasta this time? And he goes, Ugh, sorry, bro. And he just pulls the silver lid off. He's like, oh, he sneaks his jacket, like under his jacket, like the tray with the silver lid, and goes, sorry. And he opens it up, and it's like a beautiful steak. And he's like, ah! <laughs> I guess we both have ways of disappointing each other. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he should have thrown that at him when he gets mad at him for being gay or whatever. He's like, you know, someone, uh, maybe I would have been a little straighter if someone could actually wrangle me some pasta. <laughs> um, They have the guy. So, yeah, he, he topples over. He's in a coma. And House is like, I, he's like, he's in like a level eight coma. Like, I don't know what the, I wish one of the other doctors was like. Well, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. How many levels are there? <laughs> and like, oh, and, the, and he, the, the montage where they figure that out is so funny. Like, um, like what is that? Like a switch? Like a PlayStation One that he like p- puts his face? It is. And I, as I always make note of specifically what house is playing, or in this case, the game seems to be playing itself while he's like holding it to his head. He puts a Nintendo DS with. Metroid Prime First Hunters demo, which mm-hmm. was packed in with the DS, which I did play uh, up to his head as Samus and a morph ball rolling around. Um, at first, I thought it was the the wiki said it was the First Hunter First Hunt demo. I thought maybe it was the actual full release game. I don't think it had come out by then. And also, mm. you know, House House recently had a Game Boy Advance, so we only got a Nintendo DS in the last couple episodes. <laughs> so I've been. Keeping track of this. I do like the idea that he keeps pulling out different um, gaming systems out of child's noses, and that's why he has. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's just found. Uh, hey, can you? Do you think you could direct me to a clinic patient who swallowed a PlayStation Five? Those are really <laughs> just someone comes in with like cartoon rectangle body. Um. Yeah, he's a guy's in the in the coma. House is really antagonistic, like even more antagonistic than usual to his brother. Um, they the had a spark. The, yeah, all of House's scenes with Danny Nucci are great. Yeah, he's um, yeah, he's like you know, hey, you fix my brother, I break your face. <laughs> and they leave. It's just a bunch of like cartoon mafia guy dialogue in this episode. It is knocks it up a point on just as straight up for me um the they also you when you mentioned taking um game stuff out of uh people's orifices the um the the clinic patient this week is okay first off his it's a brother who brings in his younger brother who's like sticking stuff up his nose the older brother is someone right witty from even stevens Oh, oh, his friend, right? Yeah. His friend makes sense. Wow. Do you think that guy ever tries to, like, call um, Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf and is just, like, texting, like, hey, man, you ever, like, I'm in town. You want to, like, meet up or something sometime? And Shia LaBeouf's like, no, I'm standing naked on top of the Brooklyn Bridge with, like, a, a, poster board that says shame world for the next four days i'm sorry man i I can't make it or whatever um yeah the uh so he's, he brings him in and he's like house keep every time he brings him in house removes i i don't know if there's just like a special play set called like 
little choking town or something. It's just this plot collection. was upsetting. There's there's too much stuff in that little nose. I did not like it. It's it's like Homer with the crayon in his brain. Like the stuff. Like you're just like, oh yeah, you got you stick them in every orifice. You got like doctor. You got like uh, officer nose and like. Also, you like, know, Ear Esquire, Dr. Urethra, just all, the whole game. <laughs> to skip to the end of the plot, of that plot, like, the uh, house discovers that there was, like, a cat lodged way, way up there and is like, oh, see, he sent, like, the fireman, he sent all this stuff to rescue the cat. And then House is like, you see, sometimes the simplest explanation is the best. <laughs> and you're like... It's a kid shoving stuff up his nose. Like that was already the simplest explanation. Yeah, I love, I love when they have statements like that. And you're like, that's how, that's not simple. That's wild. That's also that kid's been reading too many screenwriting books. Am I right? Hey, save the cat over here. Um, the yeah, he's like, oh, he sent in the was sending in the guys to save the cat from his nose. And this is the second time House makes a huge leap about a mystery cat in like <laughs> this season where he like, yeah, where he's just like determined that there has to be a cat involved. I do like that cool magnet. Yeah. That was a cool. Yeah. That feels like you could really do some damage with that if you're not careful. It's good that they didn't do damage. The, um, <laughs> the wiki says the actual way to remove stuff would be to like block one nostril and then, like, yeah, well, yeah, not, but then, like, blow something through their mouth. Oh. Which, yeah, I know. That just seems like a cartoon solution. Of, like, <laughs> when, when, like, you get hit by an anvil and you have to, like, reinflate your head or whatever. Um, yeah, so that's just, he just keeps coming back in and it's, and so, okay, I guess we'll, we'll get there, but that's, the simplest solution in the actual plot was the guy's estrogen levels were high because he was taking estrogen, which. And Lenny thinks, I think Lenny has something to say about this. Yes. <laughs> no, it's just funny that it like hinges on a uh, house's understanding of like weird, obscure drugs that gay guys get online. Yeah. <laughs> it's just immediately like, Oh, I know what this is. And I'm like, Oh, tell me more about that house. I want the simplest explanation about your knowledge of this drug. Well, that's like the other thing, because when he tells him, and again, this is at the end, but he tells the brother and he's like, the reason his estrogen was, because they even had that line where Cameron is like, nothing on earth would raise your estrogen that high. And I even said, like, how's I was like, what about estrogen? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's no way your tummy could be full of that much steak. How could this have happened? Um, well, Cameron, it looks like you need some new friends. Yeah, or any <laughs> I friends. I do think that, like, if he was, like, trying to transition, like, starting with estrogen before, like, a haircut or, like, changing your clothes would be a weird move. So I'm kind of team Cameron that that's, that's not yeah, what's happening. That would have, I feel like that would have been a 2005 TV writer procedural like, it's, it's approach funny. to it. I don't know maybe someone has done it in that order but i do like the idea of him being like or her i guess in that case being like i'm gonna get a jump on it by taking a bunch of estrogen now and then be like crazy hot when i finally reveal yeah. it she's just gonna unzip her one day she's just gonna unzip her mobster guy suit and she's gonna be 
this uh, beautiful Gumar. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the I feel like the subtext of every mob plot is that like mobsters are dumb. So I would love a scene where she just like, listen, no one ever taught me what the order is. I don't, yeah. You know, um, Eshenshin was right there. I don't know. I couldn't get a haircut until next week. It just made sense. It is. It is odd that After House was like, like, like for all the reasons you said, it wouldn't make sense. Um, but it is a little odd that After that House was like, uh, you know. Simplest explanation. Your brother has been taking estrogen. Obviously, because he is ordering uh, this heretofore unseen uh, pheromone yeah, supplement. Yeah, I did not know estrogen. that uh, in the mid-2000s in New Jersey, gay guys were just snorting up estrogen for some reason. Did they ever yeah. explain what like the purpose is supposed to be of like... I think he said it's an aphrodisiac. Oh, interesting. But specifically a gay aphrodisiac. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they say, when and, they say like, yeah. And he just like, I mean, House is a messy bitch, but it's just so funny that he like felt the need to like tell his brother that instead of just being like, yeah, he's like doing weird street drugs from China, which would still be true. He has to be like, and yeah. they're gay. <laughs> Yeah. And well, also, all that sex in prison was consensual. Yeah. How <laughs> devastating is that? Yeah. It's like, if anything, he was probably, or is it, he's like, he was probably trading cigarettes, like getting cigarettes or tr giving people cigarettes to get, <laughs> uh, to get smoked. Yeah, I made a pun out of it. I um, do like, I do like this idea, and I, and I'm sure it's not backed up by anything. Like, what if the mobsters in New Jersey, uh, like the the gay guys are the, the gay mobsters from New Jersey aren't getting turned on because they're all just too manly and they just need to take estrogen because there's not any twinks anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's <a twinkless> state. <laughs> we, yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to think of what the uh, what the thing would be instead of. Um, I guess a wolf, right? Because like Roman, Romulus, and Remus. So maybe they're wolves. That's the kind of like, you know, like instead of bear or otter. I don't know. I was trying to think like, what's an Italian animal? And I'm like, mm. I don't know the word, but sign me up. Yeah. Ooh. I can't make the, I can't roll my R's, but row noise. Um, yeah. The, uh, so, so I guess jumping back a little bit, um, they they've got volgers trying to get uh house fired um he like you he like really screws up by overstepping a doctor which volger is not he's the like chairman of the board who gave 100 million dollars last episode on the who selflessly gave 100 million dollars on the condition that he gets to be in charge of everything yeah Just he like i uh I don't like how he just immediately he had this pretense of like wanting to make things better last episode and is now immediately like this is a business house isn't making enough money um it's very weird that they I don't understand why they don't just have him be like oh like uh maybe this is a more recent development but I don't understand why they don't just be like oh like a uh hedge fund or like one of those like investment groups like bought up the hospital and they yeah, have the guy come in. Yeah, he should have had to... more like actual power. 
Yeah, because he's like, I gave $100 million. Now I want to see this hospital profit. It's like, why'd you give them what? Like, that doesn't (laughs) – Yeah. it's such a weird thing because he – I don't think he has financial stake in the hospital. Like, he just wants it to be profitable for some reason. Because the last episode he was like, oh, we're going to use it to test drugs – and then I guess they were like, well, that's not so bad. He's like, oh, uh, I mean, we're going to cut a bunch of services to make it more profitable. And they're like, oh, no. Uh, Rachel, I did. I ended up talking about it a lot. I did want to ask you what you thought of that plot first. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean, um, it's always, I feel like procedurals are weird in a general sense because, like, they don't, I feel like shows on network television don't like to hang out with poor people over much mm-hmm. so it ends up being about rich people but all the shows are also about like the healthcare system so i feel like there's like this big elephant in every single room where they're just like um we're gonna talk about the healthcare system but we can't talk about how it's like fundamentally deranged uh, at all so if there's like this guy who's just like we have to cut the budget it's just like that guy is bad as opposed to it's all bad uh you're like damn this single man yeah yeah um but it, it to me it's like more like uh this guy is here to kind of boss cutty around and 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 kind of show how like uh loving house is uh, a fundamentally uh uh what's it um luckless or it's 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 a curse it's a curse to be near house i think yeah. it's like the ultimate theme where like if you like house uh you will be cursed to just look into folders uh for 48 hours and have someone yell at you about how yeah this uh this institution which should not be for profit must be more profitable than it is right now it's it's so weird because he um you don't even see like they they're like oh they've been having a marathon session there it's like we're like the takeout containers and stuff you think at one point cuddy was like can we order some food he was like no until you fire house he's like doing cop tricks to her he's like no you want yeah sure i can order up a nice uh you can order from this nearby thai place it's real good their pad cu is amazing you just got fire house that's okay <laughs> See, this is this is a way where they could have connected the plots where like they're eating all the pasta and then they're like, Yeah, where's the pasta? Oh no. Smash um, cut cutty just slurping it up. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, she gets too much pasta disease. They have to switch, they have to hook them both up and like, they have to go like they do with the pig later. Oh god, yeah, we gotta to talk about the they, pig. Oh, we'll get there. They they have to switch to they have to switch out the pasta. Just a surgeon like sweating, having someone like wipe his brow, like slowly like transplanting the meat from inside one stomach and the pasta into the other one. Um, they they, they find out so like they're like, oh, I bet he has Hep C, and uh, the the brother reacts. The brother immediately takes this to be like, oh, he's gay. Yeah, I thought that I was assume... weird. Assume you can get hep C from heterosexual activities. Yeah, I thought, I would have thought so too. Um... Uh, yeah, it's um, blood from an infected person. Or let's see what the CDC says, if we're still listening to them. Uh, what's the difference? To, okay, blah, blah, blah. How serious? How likely? Yada, yada, yada. Transmission. Drug injection, 
6% of infants born to infected mothers. There are all... Th- he has been like your mom. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> your mom's a whore. <laughs> um, healthcare exposure. Sex with an un- infected person. Yeah, so it says it's uncommon yeah, for it to spread it, through it's, sex. It's weird that they weren't just immediately like, hey, big news. Your brother's been fucking so many hot babes yeah. that now he's got MC. Yeah, your brother crushed too much puss. Hey, <laughs> Nabagool. I, I do wish. Oh, sorry. I do like how the mafia guy gets so mad that all he can do is slap the like the prettiest man. God, yeah. yes. I yeah, I love that Danny Nucci character so much. His desire to slap Chase. There's a lot going on, and like towards the end, House is even like, I mean, I don't know about your brother, but you on the other hand are awful defensive. And I was like, yes. Let's yeah. go there. <laughs> I, I want there to be a spin-off show just called Aussie and the Goomba. They're yes. just both of him going like, Crikey, mate, your brother's gay and you have to face up to it. He just goes, Oh, hey, come on, hey. <laughs> just them going on adventures together. Just going yes. like, Come on, mate, we have to move this piano so the old dowager will pay us. He goes, Oh, hey, I don't get my hands dirty that way. Hey, come on, forget about it. <laughs> Call me gay. I'm like, no, I think we should move this piano. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just all he says, no matter what. Quirky. Yeah, the cops are after us. Why? Why? Why would you say that? <laughs> what are you implying? Um, yeah, that's that's fun. That's just that's a bunch of fun. It's uh, someone was clearly watching. When did the veto arc on the Sopranos happen? I think it was before this. They were like a gay mobster. Hmm. Apparently, that's looked down upon. I will work this into my house episode. Um. That was two thousand six, so it was a little. After. Oh. That was late. Wow. Okay. I, thought I mean, maybe they set it up previously. The episode I Googled was Live Free or Die, which I think is the one that talks about it the most. That's when he actually is in, like, goes to New Hampshire and everything. And then he's like, ah, uh, I, I hate being, like, in a happy, gay, married couple. I'd rather get my skull caved in. <laughs> I'm going back to New Jersey. Um, spoilers for The Sopranos. It's very good, though. Like, still watch it. Who knows which character I'm referring to? I think I said them by name a few minutes ago. But. I'm just imagining the person who watches The Sopranos who gets really invested in a character not dying. I'm just like, oh, boy, this guy's going to live a happy life and then die when he's 90. I'm like, who are yeah. you? What are you? What are you doing here? I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um they also house is like so house uh says he's gonna leave the hepsi off the chart um when the first also when he first says like oh it can be exchanged through bodily fluids and the guy's like what you trying to say yeah, at first i was like this he seems like he's equally offended by him being a junkie or a gay guy which is interesting i, I thought he was at first was like you say my bro's not a virgin come on <laughs> You think this this man would not save himself for the sanctity of marriage? What are you trying to say? Like, um, uh, I uh, I also I I was like, oh, I thought the brother, but yeah, the brother doesn't didn't poison him. They kind of lean thinking that he gives oh he gives House a car, a new car. Like House yes. goes, goes to look uh for his car, and it's uh like a '66 
or 63 Mustang, like. Which I think if you're going to give someone a car, you should still leave the old car. Like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, all his CDs. Oh, no. That's what I was, like, thinking. Like, delete the awkward scene where he's like, so your brother seems to be making a recovery. We have to keep an eye on him. Also, I had, like, an ice scraper for my windshield in the (laughs) trunk. Can I pick that up from you? Can you, like, bring that to the hospital? It's going to get cold, and I kind of need that. Um, Yeah, the... uh, uh, then they like, they, cause his liver's like failing and house is like, well, there's an easy way to fix that. And they get to, um, and he's like, uh, and don't worry, it's kosher smash cut to them walking a pig through the hospital. And I, I would, I, I wish instead of cutting it held on for like another minute or two. And people are like, oh, okay, that's good. He goes, don't you want to ask me why I used that specific terminology? And they're like, yeah, sure. And he's like, well, because it'll be a pig. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, I wasn't going to ask, but you made me ask. So that kind of undercut it. And he'd be like, oh, okay. Well, let's go call the farm or whatever. Um, and the brother, this was the thing that got me. The brother is fine with this. He's like, look, I don't care if everyone knows he's a pig man. But ain't no way I got a gay brother. Pig man, brother, that's fine. Like, <laughs> like hook him up and like put and apparently this is a thing you can do they're gonna like run his blood through the pig i have that feels like it would cause other issues potentially <laughs> that you 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 must get some pig blood back in you right how do they do this yeah i don't understand that at all i like my my roommate was watching it too was like and she was like how do you prevent yourself yeah, from like getting show, some too. pig blood and i was like is that maybe the point of it? <laughs> I... they, they said that the his, the pig's liver is going to clean the blood. So maybe they just put it through the liver. But then the there's no way you're not. And the pig, at one point, House is like, oh, that, like, he implies that this kills the pig. <laughs> Which. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Piggy. And then that's a cut to. Uh, He's like, yeah, I couldn't get you any of that pasta, but I got you these pork chops. Hey, wait a minute. Is this my brother pig? <laughs> oh, no. We eat my brother pig. Um, that'd be go- oh, my God. Okay. Okay. What if they both wake up and the brother is like, and the pig's like, hey, what happened? What'd you do? <laughs> and they Backdoor pilot. <laughs> I... Pig. I would watch every episode about a gay Italian guy in a pig's body. Holy yeah. shit. He's just, he's just sitting at the table, like making the deals and stuff. He goes, hey, this gabagool is pretty good. What's in it anyway? And they're all like, Ugh! <laughs> oh, no. Um, I'm oinking here. Oink, oink. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm oinking here. Uh, oh, boy. Hey, you come to me today, the day of my pig son's wedding, <laughs> the day of my son's pigging, the day they put my son into a pig body. <laughs> um, he just, that's like the ultimate witness protection. They're like, hey, we still can't track down uh, that stoolie who turned snitch for the government. And then you see a pig winking. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, okay, they have also, like, a line where, um, cause, uh, Foreman's, like, teasing, uh, Cameron about having a crush on House, and he's like, 
how's your tummy feel? Because House comes in, like, kind of leans up close to her. And it's, un- do you think, is House tr- sort of trying to mess with her and lead her on? Yeah. He like, calls her cute, and he, like, gets pretty close to her. Well, there's a really hot moment when uh, they're, like, all disagreeing with House, and House is like, Cameron's my girl. She'll be on yeah. my side, which, uh, I wish more of this show was him using his sexuality to get people to agree with his dumb theories. <laughs> He's yeah, he... unbuttoning his top coat. Yeah. You yeah. think that this person has leprosy, right? Yeah. Just goes, let me get into something a little more comfortable. And he replaces his cane with a candy cane cane, <laughs> like a big like striped cane. Um the yeah, the um he he how, so she come he like leans up to her and they leaves and Foreman's like, How's your tummy? And she says, uh flat and taut. <laughs> which feels like such an outdated like i know that's only well jesus christ i guess it's two decades ago so that's two decades ago but that really feels like a real like outdated kind of beauty standard where now i feel like she'd just be like thick as right hell. yeah thick exactly <laughs> she's like thick thank you for asking and you'd be like damn and then uh, the next scene um yeah the um oh when he so speaking of house looking sexy or not he comes in he tries to like suck up to vogler so he shows up in his lab coat and cut he's like you look good in your lab coat and i was like i don't think so i think he looks much better normally i get why he doesn't wear it <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah she just like, likes he, a man in uniform no. yeah uh the um this is it's something that I think my I have a theory that over the last couple years, society has collectively just like loosened its tie and untucked its shirt for the end of the night. And I I realized it when I saw that McDonald's was tweeting that you can now officially order the Land Sea and Air, which is like a McChicken, a McFish, and a McBurger. <laughs> all in one thing and it's just like yeah we're just calling it a night right we're all just like our feet are tired from dancing uh at this wedding we all call society and we're just pulling off our ties unbuttoning the jacket leaving it on the back of the chair just leaning back untucking for the night uh, i cannot tell if anything prompted that thought or not because <laughs> uh, about how people were dressed how people oh dressed. okay because yeah. House was wearing his lab coat, okay. Yeah, exactly. Versus right. how he normally wears. He unbuttons. Um, no, I like that thought train. That was really fun. Now I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, afterwards, if you want, you can now order a land, sea, and air off the uh, uh, the menu officially. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, um, I don't feel like it will. Huh? It will put me in a coma, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the meat will. Maybe the fish will counteract it. Oh yeah. Well, it's a protein, um, right? Fish has protein. Fish does have protein, though. I feel like probably you're safe, though. I feel like not as much. Yeah. I don't know. I think it, it is. I still can't get over the idea of the, the Italian guys who have to only eat pasta. They go into a coma. <laughs> that sounds like a Mario, like a Mario character thing. <laughs> um, yeah. The, I mean, the, the, the thing that... Uh, oh, I also at one point, House is like, which of you you know tattled on vogler about me last episode and chase just like jumps and he's like crikey well it couldn't be me <laughs> like just the most guilty like uh 
course. Protests. Um, yeah. They I'm, also, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm like, is it homophobic to make the prettiest man on your show that unlikable? Uh, that's just, you don't like him? He just, he feels, it's not that I don't like him. I just feel like he's set up to be unlikable. He's just like, I'm kind of like snivelly and I'm clearly like this like foil to house where he's just like, who's, who's, uh, who is fundamentally untrustworthy? And the Australian is just like, oh, not me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say it's not homophobic because it does seem like his entire role on the show is that you want house to spank him. So <laughs> that's fair. Oh yeah, they have a will they or won't they uh, do spanking? Really yeah. yeah. Crikey, you walloped me bottom. <laughs> everything, everything Chase does or says has the subtext of like this has nothing to do with my absent father, who's also a grumpy doctor, by the way. No offense to any of our Australian listeners, but now I'm just thinking of like Australian dirty talk. <laughs> they're like, I assume they're just like, Crikey. You're really working it. <laughs> Throw another tit on the Barbie. I don't know. <laughs> it's funny because, like, um, I'm just, like, running through my Australian references. And yeah. I'm just, like, none of this is vaguely sexual. I'm, like, um, I'm, like, wallaby shit breaks. No, that's not. There's no, nothing for sex there. Um, the, the toilet goes the wrong way. No, that can't yeah. be sex. I'm just like, what is sexual? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you're going to make me hot like one of your terrible wildfires. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Is that a fun reference? No, absolutely not. I've been through, I've been hiking through the outback. Haven't seen cum for miles or kilometers. <laughs> I'm going to give you so much chlamydia like one of your native, <laughs> native koalas. My koalas. Or if they were like, I'm going to kick your butt with that big boot from the Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, come over here. I got the boot. <laughs> I got the boot from the Simpsons. We don't call it the Simpsons, though. We call it them yellow fellas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have different names for all our shows. Oh. Uh. Our, our uh, opera theater is very fancy. Let's have yeah. sex in the fancy opera theater, Sydney. That's yeah. a reference. Hey, baby, what if we 69 in the opera house? <laughs> it's just a lot of room. It's a very <laughs> big building. Have you ever heard La Boheme, but with thick Australian accents? <laughs> <laughs> I dreamed a dream of love gone by. <laughs> um, wait, not love. Whatever the line is. I dreamed Times. a dream of time gone. Time? I, th I thought it was time. Dreamed a dream and time gone by. Is that not Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, that's not a dick. This is a dick. Masters, <laughs> <laughs> it's Australian for calm. Right. I see you played uh, Titty Spoon Spoony before. <laughs> I really lost it. I didn't. I never had it. I'm terrible at this. I feel like I have. I don't know if I just if it's like any of my impressions where I think it's better than it is. Um, I think it's like, pretty good. 
My wife. Oh, thank you. My wife <laughs> finally had to tell me I couldn't do an Adam Driver. Oh, no, let's hear I, it. I, let's let's hear all right. What's ahead. what's Adam Driver going to be saying? It's kind of uh, all... okay. Do do Adam Driver uh, denying that his brother is gay? I'm so fucking tired of this Doctor House saying that my brother's fucking gay. My brother is not gay. That's almost a little like. Croatian or something. Yeah, I feel like there's a little too much of an accent, but I feel like it's getting there. All right, I ha- I love yeah when uh Adam Driver shows up in Lincoln as like a telegram boy, and he's like, "Well, sh- well, sure, President Lincoln, yeah, yeah, I can do that." And you're just like, "This doesn't make sense." This is Adam Driver only makes sense in like as a like bohemian weird Brooklynite or an alien. Like, yeah. Those are like the only times where you're like, yeah, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> this doesn't seem like uh, so he's of the genre of like alien hot, like him, Benedict Cumberbatch, um, those people who uh, E.T. who E.T. E.T. Yeah, alien hot. E.T. I was gonna say Anya Taylor Joy, but yours is good too. Oh yeah, Anya Taylor Joy is a, a good pull here also. Um. Yeah, no, first, that was. I like Anna Taylor Joy. She's like the first human being who's who's technically a prey animal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't try to don't try to attack her. She can see you coming. <laughs> yeah. Very careful. Wow. That was the onset for um, for uh the, the uh for the Queen's Gambit. They were just like, okay, and action. <laughs> Just spook her. Just sign it. Just just do just clap it quietly. Oh god, we have to coax her back out. Anya. Anya. Oh god, she's in the bushes. She's in the tree. Can we oh no. The oh, tree? God. <laughs> Call the ladder guy. Call the ladder guy. Uh they're on their break. All right. No, no, no. No one else can touch the ladder. We have delineated union rules for a reason, people. Um all right, we got the ladder. Anya. Anya come on. Come on. <laughs> Go, yes yes oh okay okay yes all right good good you need to uh good okay yes it's the old russian man yes okay um yeah i uh so my god in now i'm getting nostalgic for like before facebook killed off all online comedy um as it existed uh, which is a real bummer. Um, there would have been like a funnier die, like uh, the Queen's Gambit, but it's like the Dark Magician's Gambit, and it's like Anya Taylor Joy is like the best Yu-Gi-Oh player or something, <laughs> right? Like you take one thing and then you add another thing. Ugh, I really, uh, I'll never forget Facebook for taking away those opportunities from people like us. What's funny is that I feel like there would have been more Queen's Gambit memes, except I feel like they used all those memes for the scene from Casino Royale. Uh, they're like, oh, I see that your your hippos are not so hungry after all, Mr. Bob. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and now have, the... Yeah. The NF, have you seen the NFT version? No. Oh, it's him. It's, uh, you know, um, Mads Mikkelsen with... Um, uh, like a series of those ugly monkeys and he's like looks like your tokens were more fungible than you thought mr bond <laughs> um 
Someone just watch them. Watch them do like house NFTs. Oh no! I know it's always it's a real bummer. Um, I won't say who because I think she's generally a you know pretty good um political writer person. Uh, but there's someone who is who like she changed her profile pic to like an NFT and was like, "This is whatever NFT I did." And like, I'd be like, oh, geez, I don't know if like this is one of your friends who's like doing an NFT project. You're trying to support them, but like, I don't know. You got, you gotta, you gotta clown on people if they do it. Sorry, I mean, until we release our limited edition House of House uh, <laughs> NFTs, you could own uh, Cum Koala or whatever the character, <laughs> the Australian Cum Koala. You could own him. You can do whatever you want with him unless you click the wrong button and then you lose eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> um I love I do love that there's people who uh are like trying to excuse that shit that will be like, well that's user error. You have to know that if you like don't click this part in time, you lose seventy thousand dollars. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well that's why I will never be a user of these things. Yeah. I, um, I like I like the people who are like um, you know, this is what we have to fix before we convince grandma to get into NFTs. I'm like, what you're saying is that this is fundamentally broken and that grandma will never use NFTs. Uh, but you're yeah. acting like it's just like something we can like fix. But I'm like, no, it's it's a fundamental feature of this thing that you're obsessed with. Uh, but sure, let's fix it, uh, Mr. Yeah. Guy from Reddit. Uh, you're reasonable. You're the reasonable one. Yeah. Yeah, maybe grandma knows something. Even though, uh, certainly, uh, back to Facebook. Facebook has uh, has destroyed a lot of grandparents, and both literally by convincing some of them not to get vaccinated, and uh, figuratively uh, by you know feeding eldritch nonsense into their minds via algorithm. Um, I do like the idea that if 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 house were taking place today that house the character would be banned from all social media uh because he like his posts would just be uh too spicy uh for house yeah. admin they're like you're not allowed on there you you're not allowed to tweet why are you tweeting why are you tweeting so mean why are you tweeting such mean things that everyone can see I feel God. like everyone would be like worried about House's social media and would be like oh like oh no like what controversial stuff could it be spewing and then they like finally get on his phone and check and it's all just like really specific reddits that are like guys i'm uh i'm trying to fix up an old guitar like do you have yeah. any tips <laughs> it's like monster it's like monster truck fan sites yeah <laughs> it's i i think that um now i'm imagining if house house going on like joe rogan or something and being like and you know everybody lies and he's like what man really like, everybody <laughs> is that like a fact and he's like Yes, actually, everyone lies. They did a study. Wow, that's nuts, man. That's crazy. Wow, everyone lies. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. That's my Rogan right, what impression, I guess. Uh, so, um, they, they could do an episode where he diagnoses Ro uh, Rogan just like watching how like sweaty and red he is. He's like, Did Joe Rogan ever appear on House? That wouldn't seem so crazy. It's possible. I didn't really think about him at the time I watched when did it. He, yeah, when did he start hosting? Joe Rogan doesn't do a lot of acting, though, anymore, though, right? No, I don't think he did. Well, because he did UFC commentary and he did Fear Factor. Um, it's would, very... Huh? Yeah, some would say he never did any acting. <laughs> hey, <-o. laughs> <Aha>. hey. 
<laughs> it's it's very weird if you to like to try and explain to someone the way that things are now. I'm trying to think like because I, I was thinking like I forget who I was talking to about this. I was talking to someone. I was like, I don't think a more absurd person could become president at this point. I'm not saying there couldn't be a worse one or the same guy again. But I can't imagine someone like it feels like it really broke the ceiling for absurd. Like I, I guess if it was like, I don't know, fucking one of these, just like useless internet weirdos. Like if somehow, geez, like don't want to speak this into existence, but like Charlie Kirk or like Candace Owens became president, maybe that's that's maybe more absurd just because like they've never had a real job even, whereas like. Trump was a celebrity, which I guess isn't like we already had a celebrity president. I guess that's actually not that nuts. It's almost more nuts just because he didn't. He jumped all the way there. All right. Well, now I feel like I've talked myself out of um, it. Okay. So I looked up his actor IMDb and it is actually way less than I thought. So Joe Rogan has been on the shows Hardball News Radio, an episode of Just Shoot Me, and an episode of Silicon Valley where he have. played himself. And that's it. Wow. Yeah. There's, so is he like interviewing Thomas Middleditch and he's just like, wow, so you forced I your wife I remember that episode well That's because not... there's an insanely hot Dinesh Guilfoyle plot in that one. Um, nice. But I really don't remember the Joe Rogan, so I think it's a tiny, tiny uh, little appearance. I like. I liked Silicon Valley a lot. My only, and sorry, Lenny, if this is, if this is too spicy of a criticism, my only uh, big Silicon Valley criticism is that Every episode has an almost identical plot structure, which is a mystery computer problem is causing issues. They can't, they try to fix it. They fail to fix it. They're about to give up. And then by complete luck, it turns out the thing made it even better than it was before. And now they're better off. Like, I feel like that's everywhere. They're like, oh no, the gamma files are dropping and then they keep trying to fix it and then they're like well we just have to tell our boss that the gamma files are dropped and we have to abandon the project and then like Dinesh or Guilfoyle runs in and goes it turns out that without the gamma files it's running at three times the speed and they all go wow <laughs> so it's and, like and so what I'm hearing from you is that Silicon Valley is like house if every episode of house ended with them realizing that the sickness actually made the person like way stronger yeah exactly <laughs> Wow, so you're telling me this pig blood means he can sniff truffles now? <laughs> now, we can would... eat, now we can eat pasta with his mind. Whoa! <laughs> he can be uh... eating straight at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if he did what well, he leaves as he like leaves the hospital? He just starts like going and like sniffing around and then gets on the ground and just like digs up a truffle and is like, here you go. And I'm like, wow, you got pig powers. Um, yeah, I do like Silicon Valley. I think it's very funny. It's just like, I just noticed that at some point that's like all the plots. Um, the, uh, the, the last thing, so the big, the big ending thing, though it turns out like uh, this, some Chinese website is selling deadly products. And I guess that's just, gonna keep happening i don't know um but uh i also was wondering why the feds weren't guarding him the whole time once they think he's poisoned they like have a bunch of feds standing by his door and i'm like 
this is a guy turning state's witness from the mob. Shouldn't there be feds here like all the time? They're just like, oh, the mob wouldn't attack a guy in a hospital. They got. I imagine there's like a missing scene where they're just like, should we cover this guy with guys? And someone's like, no, you don't understand. A house is really unlikable. <laughs> no one's getting near him. House will just do like a smart remark and they'll feel terrible and they'll just leave. It sort of seemed like the idea was that no one would hurt him until it was clear he was surviving. Like the mob was like, oh, great news. We might not have to pay for a bullet. <laughs> we'll yeah. see how this plays out. <laughs> Perfect, boss. This is good. They're Wait actually having they're having the same conversation that they're having in the house hospital. They're just like, how do we like you guys keep losing money? How do we okay, uh no more bullets. Uh you have to fire <laughs> one of your mobsters, um, and you have to see five patients every month. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. The, the mob's been uh steadily replacing salaried workers with contractors. Yeah. It's like the gig economy gets everyone <laughs> just like yeah sorry man i uh oh, i'm trying to think what it would be called now i'm trying to think of an italian uh animal again <laughs> okay um, you keep working on that i know task task goomba it's all right to say goomba right you can be racist against italians i don't think that's a real that's not like one of the bad ones even then my right. problem, my problem with Gooba is that it's non-specific because I never know if people are talking about an Italian mobster or one of the small-headed um, dinosaur men from the Super Mario movie because uh, that's yeah. where my mind goes first. And I'm like, it's extremely unlikely that anyone's bringing those tiny-headed well, dinosaur men up. It's probably about Italians, but I'm never quite sure. But I assume it's about the Italian men. Well, it is funny that you that your mind first goes to the Super Mario Brothers movie and not like the little <laughs> the little brown dudes from um, the Mario. Rachel's uh, finding games. out for the first time that the movie is based on a game. Yeah, wait, video, <laughs> they made a video game. They made a what? video game out of the Super Mario movie. There's a whole game. Yeah, like, wow. Can you play as Dennis? You get to fight Dennis. Uh, Wow, I, I Hopper? Hopper, thank you. I you was gonna Hopper. say, my mind cycled through Hastert, the former uh, House Majority Leader, and Rodman. Wow, that's a lot of Dennis's. You have like a whole line of Dennis's, and they're all in a queue, yeah. and you're like, not I've, him, not him, not him, that one. I've got a new line of Dennis NFTs. <laughs> um, people want to do. Uh, we can remember and honor Dennis Hopper's legacy through the new Hopper NFT. You can watch him uh, be a real weirdo. You could own the moment where he weirds out in blue velvet. You know, that's that's fun for everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, the, uh, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say, so yeah, it all leads up to like how sitting this guy down and saying what he thinks it is and then just blatantly being like, but if you think he's straight, we can just keep him on the treatment that's killing him. Yeah. Which <laughs> is not a very responsible way to handle that, in my opinion. He should, yeah, he should have swapped it around if he if he didn't think he was going to do the right thing. And just made, like, the other option. And he's like, aha, you picked the one that means you think he's gay. Trick ya. <laughs> I feel like it's like a weird, uh, effed up, like, trolley problem variation, where it's like, 
pull the lever if you think your brother is straight um, or don't if you think he's gay. But either way, he's gay and he'll die if you pull the lever. Yeah, they did one earlier in the season where everything came down to whether or not this guy thought his wife cheated on him. Yeah. (laughs) But I thought that was like a little better done and also just like a little more of an interesting problem. But I was like, in this one, I was just like, you know, his brother's gay. That's not really his business. (laughs) Yeah. The, um, it's also very weirdly specific. Like, I think you would just be like, he's bordering these weird Chinese medicines. Like, I don't know. They put like, um. It's, yeah, it, it is so funny that they don't address that house is very specifically like, I, Gregory House, just know yeah. that these are the ones that gay guys fucking love. In fact, I have a doctor's appointment after this to take care of some stuff. Now I'm trying to remember, you mentioned the trolley problem. That made me think of, like, the homophobic middle school version of the trolley problem, where they're like, uh, all right, so the trolley's on one track with five people, and you can switch to a track with no people, but you gotta kiss a dude. <laughs> just like... <laughs> The would you suck a dick for a million dollars version of the trolley problem. Just like, oh man, bro, bro. Um Yeah, the uh Yeah, and so yeah, and then House uh House is gonna have to fight. He's told by Vogler that Cuddy Cuddy gives like this weird I wonder if they thought about filming this scene and then realized there was no way to sell it. So Cuddy just had to tell House that like Vogler trying to fire her and she's like nah I have all the spreadsheets and he's like damn foiled again I'm like uh it's very weird that she that she would just be like that he wouldn't just be like well I, I can check the accounting department right and she'd be like uh no what I just like about that scene is she's like well, they can't fire me because I told them I know where the bodies is buried, which I feel like feels more euphemistic if you don't work at a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you no, I, I know about all the kids from that trial that uh, went badly, so. Yeah. No, she literally knows where the morgue is. They don't, They everyone always gets confused because it's in the basement and you have to take like a left and a right and a right and they wouldn't know where to bring the bodies if Cuddy wasn't there. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, so she's like, oh, and he's like, well, he's gonna realize he can fire you eventually, and she's like, hopefully we figure something out before then, and I think, I I don't know, it, it's, the everything with Vogler feels very weird. Yeah, it feels I think like they should have, was... I think they should have asked for a lot more money before giving him this much power. Yeah. Like, he... it, I thought he got, like, a seat on the board and could still be outvoted, but this just seems like he is, like, in charge of the hospital, which for like a hundred thousand dollars, that's like an insane deal. I think it was a hundred million. A hundred million, okay. Yeah, but still, yeah, a hundred thousand would be like. It feels like salary. you could still like. It feels like he should still be in a position where they can be like, I mean, thanks for your check, but like we deposited it and we're ready to move on with our lives. Yeah. You know? Instead, he's just like, "Hello, I'm uh, Vogler, Hospital King." <laughs> He's we need like, to kill more people. I want you to kill like more people yeah. every month to cut down our bills. I'm an administrator. This is how money works. <laughs> he's not even an administrator. He's a board. He's he's the chairman of the board, which is yeah. not like it's very weird. It's very I I I think that 
they just like clearly they have doctors who they can consult with stuff and they just didn't consult with like any i don't know hospital administrator or whatever just to be like all right so in see at the end of season one house has to face his biggest villain the new hospital king the old hospital king has died and a new hospital king has risen to take his place who did not know the the god of the old hospital king um it's just like doesn't really add that much to the conflict for house because like obviously like cuddy was obvious was already telling him to be more professional and not take so many risks and now it's just like there's another character who'll talk to cuddy and then she'll go to house and be like and i really mean it this time like now i'm asking you harder to be more professional (laughs) i guess it's that you know that cuddy would never fire house yeah but also like I don't know. I, I, it's just, it's just odd the f- specific framing yeah. where, um, you know, where you feel like they could have definitely done a better job of that. I mean, the, uh, yeah, he tells House he's gonna have to work more clinic hours and also fire a member of his team. And it feels like obvious, like, oh, you should fire Chase then because he's <laughs> the one who ratted you out to Vogler. Um, but uh you know that's like the big cliffhanger for this episode um and yeah Uh, that's oh sorry well i was just gonna say i think you skipped over because that's like the very end but there's like first a scene where danny nucci like goes to his brother and he's like you know you should go into witness protection program it'll be great and it's it's just very sweet because it's just like they don't really acknowledge it, but the subtext is just him being like, you are going to clean up. There's going to be yeah. so many twinks who are like this mysterious older Italian man who's in witness protection program is crazy enticing. And I'm I'm just very happy for that. Yeah. You're going to get to eat so much pasta. Yeah. <laughs> A twink is going to eat going? pasta. <laughs> he did, oh, he, just... I'm just so glad he turned around so quickly to being like, you know, it was good fun to slap Chase around a lot for saying you're gay, but yeah. also like go have fun. It's it's gonna be great. Yeah, he's just uh, they should have had Chase come back, and he should be like, "All right, well, I guess we'll discharge your uh, straight brother." And they slaps him again. He goes, "He's gay and proud now." <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like there is a dropped ball where like. They, he slaps Chase, and then the next scene, they're just, like, talking, like, normal. Like, he's explaining yeah. the pig blood stuff to him. He's just like, oh, this is how the pig blood stuff works. And I'm like, this guy just slapped you? Like, aren't you going to, like, create some distance? Maybe, like, yeah. talk to him from across the room or, like, have a guy in between you, like, a short guy in between you. <laughs> just, like, keep him from you. I don't know. If I were Chase, I'd be like, I am not starting. I'm not restarting neutral with you. Like, I am going to yeah. precautions. I, th- I think Chase is deep down like, if I keep talking to him, maybe he'll slap me again. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> and then coming like- from that slap, he's just like, he doesn't look hurt or upset. He just like is like intrigued and like aroused. He's like, yeah, Ooh. he's putting his clipboard over his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Sidestepping out of the room. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah, he's just, uh, yeah, he's, ah, that's, that's fun. The same way that, you know, how in sitcoms um, they'll have, like, if one of the cast 
uh like gets pregnant they'll like always have them like holding stuff over their belly to hide it but instead it's just uh people with boners having like hold stuff over it to hide it and they're just like yeah they said we had no time to refilm that scene so i'm just holding a clipboard over my boner uh, like on director's commentary hey, i also Chase. just hey yeah. Chase, how, how's your erection right now uh flat and taut uh... <laughs> <laughs> like that makes sense as a comeback i got it <laughs> nice yeah, uh, I really wish uh, Fox had done a, a spinoff of this one episode character because I just want to see like Andrew Rannells uh, go on a date with this guy and be like, I'm pretty sure he is a mobster in the witness protection program. Yeah, that's fun. The guy, uh, what would it be called? Like mysterious gay stranger. That's too, <laughs> that's too many words. There should be a lot of shows called mysterious gay stranger. Yeah, like, I think there's, all, there's a, at least as many as there are shows called New Amsterdam. Yes, let's work, get on this, please. It my, boyfriend, uh, my boyfriend used to be in the mob, and also he oinks, and I haven't figured out why yet. <laughs> and, and, and every time I cook him a steak, he eats it to be polite, but then sleeps for 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be... Uh, that would be pretty cool if you're like, you know, he, uh, I really want to watch this movie this weekend, but my husband doesn't like it. I guess I'll give him a steak, get some me yeah. time. <laughs> Joe was just a regular Italian mobster. Hey, hey, hey. But then he turned into a gay pig man. Hey, hey, hey. He testified against the mob and now he lives in Iowa. And what if it's... the theme song was just a uh, rock lobster, except they say gay mobster? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he wasn't a rock. He was a gay mobster. <laughs> yeah, they said that it wasn't a rock. <laughs> it was, it's literally, yeah, the whole thing. Everybody had matching towels. Somebody <laughs> went under the dock. It wasn't a rock. It was a gay mobster. <laughs> do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. do you guys remember the Game brief Master? show mob doctor no no is <laughs> that was a 2012 show uh, it, uh the only uh note where the cast member from it is zach guilford from friday night lights i think yeah that was what he did right after friday night lights um but yeah this surgeon moonlights as a mafia doctor i only watched the pilot i feel like she was like helping a uh horse give birth in the pilot for the mob <laughs> so they have to so that they can uh cut off the head afterwards yeah. there's one horse yeah. that gives birth to the horses they use yeah this is one of our head horses <laughs> this is a breeding mare this is a head horse um oh if you if you write i was trying to look up uh please Please tweet at us if you would ever like the idea of us starting a Patreon where we watch all of these. Because uh, I'm looking at these, all of these like canceled medical television dramas. Because there are so many, like you said, like uh, there's like, you know, Mob Doctor. There was that one, uh, Doctor, um, Doctor, Doctor Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Why? What's some of these? Are you thinking of okay. do no harm? 
No, there's also Do No Harm. That's a great one. That was, uh, I mean, great by great. I mean, terrible because that's the one where like the the I think it's the first episode ends. It was like modern day Jekyll and Hyde, and the first episode ends with like implying that he maybe uh, sexually assaulted someone while he was hided. And then the next day, she's like, you were acting so much like Mr. Hyde. I left. And then I like, and you're like, oh, good. But I wish I'd known. You don't, don't leave that to be a, you know, surprise. Um, what's Kingdom Hospital? <laughs> Isn't that like, a, wasn't that one of those like shows that started in Europe and then we did like a reboot in America? Yeah. Based on Lars von Trier's The Kingdom. Wait a second. Developed by Stephen King? What is this? It's compared to... Um, it's a fictional hospital built on the site of a mill that manufactured uniforms during the American Civil War. Wow, Andrew uh, McCarthy. I love, this, yeah. I love this sentence from the Wikipedia. While initially conceived as a miniseries, it was later changed into a regular television series... Albeit one that lasted one season. That's so. That's the saddest thing I've ever yeah. heard. You could have gone out a miniseries with dignity, but they were like, "Nope, you're gonna be a canceled TV show." A psychic is in the hospital, and they there's a mysterious. Okay, so it's haunted hospital is the is the quick way to sum it up. There's medical investigation. Um, I think it's I think it's like dark place, right? It's like the real dark. <laughs> yes. Place. Yeah. It's like Haunted a spooky, it's a spooky ghost spooky hospital. hospital. Yeah. Wow, we just can't figure out what's wrong with you, and it's like, oh, I bet it's not that I'm a ghost. That's always <laughs> the solution at the end. Wow, turns out they were also a ghost. Um. All right, we, that should be a new segment that we look at. Uh, we learn about one of these and then we'll we'll if people want eventually they can uh, pay us to watch them that wouldn't that be fun tweet at me and tell me that that we that that could be a thing maybe I don't know um, yeah we'll we'll look at uh, some of these are stretching the definition of medical shows <laughs> masters of sex I don't think of as a medical show I guess they treat people for sexual dysfunction sure are you just looking at Google results no, it's on Wikipedia. Hmm. It says I Zombie is a medical show. Uh, sort of. She's like a morgue medical examiner. Okay. But it's more of a police procedural. I do. I do. More so see... than a zombie show? Um, I mean, the main character is a zombie. <laughs> I don't know what you want from me here. Oh. <laughs> well, that explains it. Listen, Letty's not in charge of what Wikipedia thinks medicine is <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it's a good show I don't <laughs> like I like it a lot no I believe it I just didn't know uh that she's a zombie who yeah it's sort of like uh pushing daisies like she gets the um because she has insider knowledge, because she gets little flashes after she eats people's brains, she's, like, able to help the cops solve mysteries. That's so fascinating, because cannibalism is, like, taboo, presumably for a reason. And yet I mean, she's just a zombie, so I feel like she has a good excuse. Yeah, it almost feels like one of those things where it's, like, a taboo, but also it's, like, 
pretty harmless in the scheme of if you're not killing people to do it. Like if you're just no 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 no. I'm saying she's a morgue person. So like it's it it offends our sensibilities, and the family probably wouldn't want to know that she's notching on the brain. But like the um, but like I'm saying like it's eating part of the brain of an already dead person is a relatively no no that's not true i there are diseases you catch exclusively from eating she's already a zombie but you're acting like well she has to be a zombie but also what's the harm (laughs) you're unprompted defending brain eating when no one else was talking about the show that's what the show is about no i'm saying very clearly because she's a zombie (laughs) no because i'm saying the fact is it makes her out to be like you still support her presumably like presumably you watch it it's not i assume it's not like hannibal where you're watching it because he's so bad like you're watching it you're like you're like it's fine that she's doing this when you watch it right like so i'm saying like it makes me think of like for some reason like other shows where the person has to solve like crimes through doing a taboo that is theoretic like someone's like Look, I have to have a consensual relationship with my sibling because I get visions to like, like it's a weird concept. You get what I'm saying? No, (laughs) it's weird that it takes this. That it's like, isn't it good that it she's doing this like cultural taboo that is theoretically yes, I get that the person eating the brain could get a disease, but I'm saying it's something that is culturally taboo but theoretically isn't hurting anyone okay if you're asking in a scenario where i knew that a detective eating my dead loved one's brain would help them solve it i would probably let them do that yeah okay that's what i'm saying okay yes in a situation where I knew that them eating my deceased loved one's brain would help them solve the mystery, I would give consent to that. I'm saying it's like, it feels like a show made by some weird, annoying, like, first-year ethics professor, right? Where they're trying to be like... I feel like you are projecting a lot of stuff about it about rob thomas's opinion on brain eating when he was just like i'm making a show about a zombie and that's what zombies do i don't feel like the ethics came into play in a major way in that i mean i think that i think the premise of the show is what if you could eat people's brains and it not only did it not make you sick but also you got like cool visions which i feel like is what the premise answers uh, yeah, like, oh, it's a real a wish fulfillment show. Yeah, it's like, don't you wish like you could find out more by taking in the essence of the said person? Like, cool. Like, yeah. I think it's a cultural taboo because I think it makes you sick. Like, I think that if it didn't make you sick, we would have maybe a different relationship to dead people. I don't know. Uh, but it's not good for I you. don't think people would be. I, I think cannibalism would still be pretty looked down upon because you could you could eat someone like you could like. If it's not, it's like the brain has diseases. Like you could like, people wouldn't approve of, and rightful and understandably of like, you know, having some bicep or something like cooked properly, like Hannibal would do at like a, a, one of his Hannibal dinners. 
I mean, the other, I mean, Hannibal brings up a great point is like, besides making you sick, uh, the other reason to not be a cannibal is because then you have uh, a, a real interest in creating more dead people uh, yeah. to eat. Uh, which I feel like uh, you have to you have to close that down. You have to shut that down, or else people are just like, mm, "I'm hungry," and then you kill someone, and then you eat them. Uh, it's a it's a huge it's a huge problem when you when you let that happen. Have I already? I think I've already said my uh, Hannibal bit on the podcast, but whatever. I'll do it one more time, and then we'll. Is that, that, it's a, that you, it's a perfect show? Is your bit that it's a perfect? show? It is a great show. No, but you know the one. Okay. Do you know spoilers for Hannibal? But do you know when he's um feeding uh oh, shoot what's the doctor what's the uh is the doctor or is it the Eddie Izzard's character I forget the point is um Hannibal has uh someone who he's captured and is feeding them themselves like gradually and he cooks their leg. And it's just a whole roast leg at the table for the two of them. And so I am just imagining after the meal's over, him packing it up in like seven Tupperwares, going being like, well, I got work lunch for weeks. <laughs> like, um, anyway, but I think we, we, we've, we've come to the end of the description. So I think we'll do our segments and then, uh, right. Are we, is there anything about the episode before we move on to a couple segments and then move our mosey on out? Uh, is there anything else you want to say about this episode? I'm good. Rachel? Uh, yeah, I'm good. It's a it's a funny show uh, where a guy is mean and he's a good doctor, but he's so mean. Yes, but not the good doctor. But, not, he's, but he's not the good doctor. He's a yeah. good doctor. Yeah, he's a exactly. good doctor yeah um so we got a couple segments i think first there was nothing really in the wiki so if uh lenny if you want to uh hit on hit hit ups to to start up to rev up the the shipping report uh yeah mainly i just wrote incredible chemistry between house and danny nucci um hope that that guy discovers some stuff about himself realizes that it runs in his family and they just go to town on each other uh i just put like cameron liking house is silly i'm enjoying i'm enjoying cameron house more on this rewatch knowing that it goes nowhere and it's just like oh that's so goofy and Mm -hmm. uh i loved yeah i loved house trying to use his sexuality to get cameron to agree with him and it not working yeah um we okay so uh don't want to spend too long in the billions report since i think we kind of did that already the billions reports where i talk about other tv billions has come back so i can talk about billions again um once we start watching it again uh yeah we um the uh he's still watching how i met your father just to see what that's what that's gonna turn out like it's it's got um she's now dating uh so it's it's hillary duff and she's dating josh peck from drake and josh oh weird and yeah it's uh he he's grown i'm good on him though he's grown up to be pretty charming he's like the uh charming guy in the show and he does he does a good job of being a lovable kind of charming guy but i i do think like whoever's running this show is clearly like all right we got hillary duff we got Josh Peck. 
all right, can we get Kel Mitchell in there? Can we get like other cast members of all that? Like, I feel like they must be looking at all the like, all right, Shia LaBeouf, he's too busy. What about Christy Colson Romano? She hasn't done anything. She's been losing her mind on online. Um, hopefully she's okay. Uh, I didn't mean that in like a negative way. She just seems like she's having a tough time of it. Uh, Frankie Muna is also having a tough time. Can we get all these people in the show somehow? Just everyone who these suckers grew up with. Um, yeah, it's not very good. Uh, How I Met Your Mother, I don't think is uh, particularly great either. Um, but I, I was very, I'm, I was curious because it's, there's something uh, intriguing to me about a show that is envisioning like it's going to be a story being told from 30 years in the future at a time when like they did that in 2006. And I think that things felt, you know, I was a kid. So I mean, things felt less turbulent. People mostly just talked about like Pokemon and homework, right? No one talked about politics back then. Um, but I feel like things felt a lot of how I met your mother was in like the early Obama years, which I think felt like a more, hopeful political time in the country and the world maybe than there has been for a while. So I am kind of fascinated about like, what does this show's version of the future look like so far? It's just, um, uh, God, I'm blanking on her name. Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall. Thank you. It's just Kim Cattrall drinking wine in her like future home and having her like future devices not properly respond to her voice, which is just a thing we have now. That's kind of the weird thing is a lot of the easy indicators of the future are just things we have. Like, you know, there's uh in uh friends or whatever when Monica's dating um uh the director of uh Iron Man and Chef and all that John stuff. Favreau? Sorry. John Favreau, thank you. Um, I don't know why I'm blanking on everyone's name. Uh, yeah, he's dating John Favreau, and like the way they show he's super rich and whatever is that he has like a video phone in his house that listens to audio commands. And you're like, we have those now. We just they just suck. Like we've had video calls, and no one would ever want to use them. No one wants to. You got like a FaceTime request on your phone. You just throw it across the room. You're like, Egh. no, no, no. Um, so what I'm, hearing, be... what I'm hearing from you regarding how I met your father is that Kim Cattrall is constantly referring uh, to the event uh, and you're like this was all before the event and uh, <laughs> 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 we don't have to talk about the event right now I'm assuming that that's not what the dialogue is like no but that would have been great they should they should like toss more stuff like that in like it's weird that they don't because um, I I feel like they got to, and they just kind of don't. It's like, oh, it's like, I guess it's optimistic. I don't know. It's mostly just her being like, so Tinder was this thing, you know, that we had. Um, yeah, just talking around that. The, um, yeah, so that's that. Uh, I also, so before we move on to, to rankings and we finish up, I'm going to email this week's picture of George Costanza. So Rachel, every week or not every, every uh, episode, we look at a new picture of George Costanza and try and decide if it's hotter than the previous picture of George Costanza. 
the previous picture, which I guess I could probably attach here. Yeah. All right. So the old one is the beach one. And that is the current hottest picture of George Costanza. Um, the new George Costanza pick is below it. It's the Gore-Tex coat one. So the question will be, is this new Costanza hotter than the old Costanza? New Costanza, same as the old Costanza. And uh, the, ju- the judging is purely my own level of arousal while perusing yes. the photos. Excellent. I, I, mean, I, guess I would like. Have... I would like to hear you also try to be objective about it. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> yeah, that's I'd right. I'd like to hear the difference between like your arousal and just scientifically how hot George Costanza is. Yeah. Like as we know, uh, my arousal deviates from the scientific norm for several reasons. Uh, yeah. Um, but it deviates by three. Bump, 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 bump. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm looking at him, and I feel like it's like pretty obvious that like the big coat is not as hot as like a sexy shirtless beach pick <laughs> i know it's gonna be tough because i'm gonna i'm 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 trying to save the uh maybe instead of saving it maybe next time i should just go for it and do the boudoir pick and see if that's the new standard and then the challenge will be trying to find a hotter one than the boudoir pick it's it's tough because gore-tex costanza is pretty iconic but like I mean, Beach Costanza, obviously. I mean, the way that Beach Costanza looks at that family, um, like, I'm like, I just want anyone to look at me the way George Costanza yes! looks at that family. Yeah, it's all the look in his eyes. Yeah. I think he was just intended to be uh, a spiteful look, but he does have, he is smoldering a little. It's, yeah. Um. All right. Well, yeah, still, still the king. Come for the king, you best not miss, <laughs> as they say about George Costanza picks. Um, and now a review. Uh, I am so we we give it uh, out of five uh, Vicodins. I am going to give this one. I'm going to give it four Vicodins. I thought this was great. I think the only thing for me that keeps it from being a five Vicky is uh, the the stuff with Vogel and Cuddy. I just think doesn't isn't good i don't think it works i don't i i I, he's not a compelling villain to house because it doesn't feel like they actually do a good job of really setting him up as a villain i don't think like like it's very weird to have him like bumble around and mess this up and have you know, screw stuff up for the feds and house fixes it. And he's just like, all right, thanks for fixing this problem. Uh, I still want to fire you, but they don't even like engage with that. Like you think he'd be like super embarrassed that he overruled house to try and dismiss him. And then the guy came right back in, but he just like, doesn't care. He's just like, I'm a rich man. I get to screw up as much as I want. Um, yeah, I'm going to get a, give it three. Uh, really love the, the Danny Nucci guest character, uh, just having a guy in there who can fight with house and fucking slap chase around. Uh, very fun episode. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it also a three. Um, it just because, um, I kept seeing things that I didn't want to see, like, uh, bizarrely well-painted minifigs come out of a child's <laughs> nose. Huh. Yeah. Um, pass. But I never saw things I wanted to see like an Italian man, uh, go go face first into a bunch of pasta. They never had that scene, um, or just uh, 
the um the angry Italian man realize uh that his brother's gay and also he's gay and also his their father is gay. I feel like we could have gotten one more scene uh like that and therefore uh the lack of that scene for me uh brings it down to a three Viki episode. They all do a lady in the tramp with the pasta when they finally get it. They're they're all gay and also all into their relatives. Yeah. That's the new show. This is a show about, like I was saying, it was a show about a detective uh, who can only uh, get visions of crimes by having uh, sex with their brother. And it's just, it's called uh, Brotherly Love. He's a cop in Philadelphia who has to <laughs> fuck his brother to, to get clues. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the good brother i think good brother the good brother uh, is what i'm calling it in my head uh, regardless yeah, it's a good... of its christian name that's a great brother i think yeah. <laughs> the dope brother it's about a brother <laughs> who's gay and he's also addicted to um the dope sick medicine uh yeah they the don't call it opioids the, uh... they call it the dope sick medicine yeah <laughs> dope yeah that's the uh like in the we all know when you read the Haggadah, obviously yes. you've got the good son, the dope son, <laughs> the brother fucker son, <laughs> and the brain eating son. And uh you know, the first one's like, Why do we celebrate this? And then the dope one's like, Give me some dope, and then the uh brother fucker one is like, I'm gonna Fuck my brother. And then the last one is like, our brains kosher for Passover? All right. Well, a bumpy landing, but <laughs> pulled into the airport. Stuck on the stuck on the tarmac for an hour, but they finally attached us. People are missing their connecting flights. It's a disaster, but at least you get to stretch your legs. Anyway, thanks. Thank you very much, Rachel. Let's get into plugs and then get out of here. What, if anything, would you like to plug? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, my turn. I never know who is ever talking to me uh, specifically. Uh, my oh, yeah. plugs uh, are, uh, I'm on Twitter at R-A-J Andelman. I am on Twitch at 2MB Studios. Um, and I'm in your hearts and I'm in your minds. And I'm also very occasionally um, at comedy shows around Boston when it's safe, uh, which is yes. when I think it's safe, which is... Uh, not so often, but sometimes. When you're doing, have you ever had uh, when you're doing a show at Boston, and you leave an unfinished joke on the whiteboard, and then you come back and you see the janitor at Improv Boston is solving the punchline, <laughs> and you're like, "Wait a minute, get this guy on a team!" First of all, oh my god, I would have loved if Improv Boston had a janitor. Uh, we did not. <laughs> no, have no. A uh also yeah um yeah uh, uh we don't really write stuff down as much doing improv <laughs> but, uh, yeah i don't know have you thought about uh you thought about that maybe what if you uh what if all right here's my pitch okay all right what if you uh can't you came up with the bits beforehand and then you refine them in front of audiences over a series of nights and also get rid of those other team members yes. all right I okay. I think I got something here. You're actually mm -hmm. describing something else. You're describing um, teaching. You're describing teaching. 
Well, hey. Comedy. Are you teaching? You teaching that smart janitor? That smart comedy janitor? <laughs> um. It's actually. It is funny. It is funny teaching improv. Uh, I do teach improv, and I'm constantly like, you have to stop having ideas uh, from the sides. Like, uh, people are like, I'm not going to go in until I have an amazing idea. And I'm like, you just have to go in and just do it. And and sometimes people have a really hard time uh, letting go of their awesome ideas. Uh, yeah. So that's part of it. I did. So I've uh, been doing stand-up for, like, since 2009 but I did do when I was in Chicago, uh, I was on an improv team for uh, like a year because I was like, I'll give this a shot. And there's a theater there that does um, like uh, you audition and then you take condensed classes and they put you on a house team. Um, and, you know, more power to you. But the social dynamics of the team I ended up place, getting placed on. They, because uh, we originally were on, oh, geez. Well, some, it is not impossible that one of them might listen to this. Well, apologies if you do. I'm sh- sure we got along otherwise. But the first team I was placed on, we all got along great, full, worked out great. That team got dissolved. I got placed on another pre-existing team who all blamed me that we didn't have, like, any good shows <laughs> afterwards, uh, even though I was one person who was, you know, being pretty careful not to try and put myself out there more than was due. And then we were drinking after a show one night and uh, one of the guys and the girl left together. And then the other guy got really upset because he liked the girl. And uh, yeah, and it's like, well, maybe I wasn't the only problem you all had. The problem hey, Andrew, you- why don't you do your plugs? All right, I will. <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry about that. Uh, okay, my plugs are uh, andrewtaven.com, andrewtaven, A-N-D-R-E-W-T-A-V-I-N on Twitter. You can see I actually have some shows coming up um, February 27th, although this might, might I think, I'm not sure if this will come out for this, but if, whatever. That's Are You Smarter Than a Comedian at QED? And then I'm going to be doing uh, my one-man variety show, That's So Taven, at QED, uh, possibly March 30th, possibly a few dates. And Sound Snacks, that's coming out soon, hopefully around the time this comes out. And uh, TV Nopes, another podcast I host uh, that you can listen to about TV tropes pages that should not exist. And Lenny. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Lenny Burnham. You can find my other podcast, Chapter Surfing, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. There's an episode coming up looking at House MD as a Holmes adaptation. And if you have the new app serialized, you can find me on there at Lenny Burnham uh, Review and TV Shows. Nice. All right. Well, Rachel, thank you very much. Thank uh, you, it was Rachel. great having you. Um, I'm sure uh, if you'd ever love to watch another house, Sure, we'd love to have you back again at some point in the future. And uh, for all the rest of you out there in your houses, have yourself a very pleasant evening.